Hey everyone, this is Bittupan here. Welcome to the show. Health is the real wealth. We all understand this. But we should also understand that health does not necessarily mean the physical body. It's also the mental health, which is also important. With my guest today, I am going to talk about both physical and mental wealth and how important these two are, especially the mental health. So I am with Ritu Singhal, who is an author, an entrepreneur and a life coach. She's a speaker with Arfin Khan's Coach to Fortune, the John Maxwell team. She has vast experience of counseling people of all ages, nationally and internationally. She deals with issues related to depression, anxiety, trauma, anger management, grief and loss, life transition, domestic violence, and spiritual empowerment. She has impacted the lives of 10,000 people in about 14 countries like US, Australia, UK, Nigeria, and many more. She's chosen as one of the top 10 most promising life coaches in India by US India-based magazine Silicon India. From the entrepreneurial side of her, she is the chairman come managing director of two companies. She is the recipient of prestigious award of Women Entrepreneur of the Year 2011 for Leaders of Tomorrow Awards by ET Now Pen India. She received multiple other awards and nominations. She is the author of a beautiful book a story can change your life, which is a collection of 30 stories to transform your unhappiness to happiness. She is also a deeply spiritual person. She has been involved in a lot of philanthropic activities. She sponsored many children to cry, which is a global association for children development. She has made vital contributions to Sikhia. She has also been supporting Asara, which is project for the attendance of patients at government medical hospital. She is an active member of Sankal organization, which is dedicated to support education and training programs for unprivileged students for civil services. She is also a member of Udayan Shalini Fellowship Program, where she personally mentors underprivileged young girls for their holistic development and to be able to lead a dignified life. She is an active member of several social clubs and societies, including the Sokagakai International, which is an organization dedicated to revitalizing the legacy of Buddhist humanism. And these all accomplishments are by a single person who is Ritu Singhal. Hello, ma'am. Welcome to the show. So glad to have you on my show. Yeah, same here. My pleasure. <laughs> it's wonderful. Okay. Yes, ma'am. So I have heard about uh, a, a re recent uh, accomplishment of yours. You were selected as one of the top 10 life coaches in India by Silicon India magazine, right? Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, congratulations. That, that's a great achievement, actually. Uh, so, uh, yes, you have so many accomplishments. And how do you, I mean, uh, make out time for all this? Because people are so busy nowadays with with their personal issues, but you have some 10-15 different work that you do at the same time. Uh, I uh, learned it long time back, uh, you know, when uh, I visited Japan for some uh, spiritual training course where I learned that uh, if you have to catch one of three rabbits, so don't try to run after one. And then you'll miss one, then you'll try to run after second. Then so you need to sit down, plan properly and uh, plan some okay, kind okay. of grains so that they all get together and maybe you can. So planning and organizing, you know, staying organized is very important. Yeah. All right. I see. Fine. So uh, we will mostly talk about uh, wellness, which is obviously wellness is both 
mental and physical uh, what uh, i see nowadays is that when we use the term health uh, people think by default it's only about the physical health uh, yeah. but i think mental health which is even more important than the physical health actually right uh, so yeah. yes uh, right so how how to uh, means how people should understand that mental health is even more important than physical health what should people understand about these two connections yeah uh, i think this is the best way to understand mental health you know has shown that it is so invisible but has shaken the whole world right so nobody can see right. what the virus it is and, and what how it affects but still we are so scared and it is really hampered our lives in every possible way right so same way you know uh, if we are not mentally healthy it acts like a virus inside our life it's invisible but how it can impact our life we don't know so it's also you can compare it with the roots of our tree if roots are not healthy maybe we can't see we can see a huge tree and we can see oh maybe fruits and some flowering is happening and fruits will happen but if roots are not strong the tree will not be able to sustain any storm and it will may fall it get uprooted same is our life so mind is like you know very very strong like again another example i like to give you is uh, like any infection <coughs> in the body or cancer like there is cancer inside my body but uh, you know on the face of it i am looking very healthy and looking fine so i don't take care i don't uh, you know uh, try to go to doctor even if i am feeling some symptoms but because more or less i am healthy i feel it's fine until unless it gets to the you know so uh, like it gets to other stages and where we i feel threatened so same is mind we don't take care of mind which is actually like the root of our life if taken care well roots are strong and tree will definitely uh, stay strong have been healthy fruits uh, mind is the controlling factor you know but we can't see it we can't understand it really especially you know people don't uh, really give so much importance to mind i think people go to gym eat healthy things do lot of things to feel good and they look good uh but they don't take care of mind like suppose i have to spend 10000 rupees to buy a new dress you know i easily do it because i want to look good but if somebody says please go to a counselor or coach and spend maybe 1000 rupees or 5000 rupees we don't we can buy mobile but we don't want to deal with health and that's why so many cases are increasing because we are not dealing at the right time that is very important you know we ignore it actually but that's the uh that's the controlling point of our life right right and uh, uh, compared to earlier days just 15 20 years back uh, we did not have things like uh, cell phones internet and all now life has become so sophisticated i mean with the click of a button we can have access to anything that we want in the world right and life has become so comfortable uh, but still the number of depression cases nowadays are increasing people are more depressed than before uh, right so why do you think people are not really happy with the kind of environment that we yes. have right now yeah first reason i believe is because the human bonds have uh, you know we have more of friends on social media you know but we don't have real friends you know we don't have real bonds 
earlier we used to join families we used to discuss we used to have a lot of people to listen understand but now we are small families and they are also busy on their mobiles or in their lives you know so we hardly have people who with whom we can discuss because we don't have time to understand our own child sometimes because we are too busy occupied with our own lives and then our life is become very shallow as boots are very weak mind is very weak so then this little small blow take you know the friend has seen uh, one message that has not replied and that gives me depression and i'm slowly getting into depression my friend doesn't like me he doesn't love me you know so these small little shallow things have started controlling our life the expectations are very high from our own self and from our people around us and when expectations don't get fulfilled we get depressed you know if the parents expecting something you are expecting from parents something or friends or society or your marks or you are getting admission in best of college you know see every person cannot stand first or every child cannot uh, get the best iit or iim right but parents expectations from a child makes child depressed similarly a child you know uh, the parents cannot give car uh, you know i remember i went to a friend's house and her daughter was you know they were having a fight on what their daughter is saying i want at least honda city and mother is saying i can get you maruti car i was very surprised because in our times when we were studying we never thought like that you know can i can ask car for my parents so our expectations have become uh, huge and then uh, we stick to too much uh, too many you know past experiences we carry grudges a lot because our mind is so weak you know so we are not able to really move forward we are not able to forgive and forget so so many things you know so our mind training is not there see we need training uh, even to learn computers to learn piano to do lot of things physical fitness we need training right but for mentally we are not doing anything we think it's superfluous we don't want to even if we learn moral science in school we learn it in the very very uh, mechanical process marks linear so we don't learn anything from that perspective it is useful to my life you know so that is why our minds are becoming very very shallow and very very fragile they just get you know on any turn of events we feel oh uh, so i think it's more of expectation and then comparison is huge you know when the child gets uh, he comes second in a class the mother asks her four questions who came first how many marks did that child get so what are we consciously unconsciously what are we doing we are inculcating that competitive spirit that you also need to get that marks you have not done good by coming second so we have become too competitive you know like in our and running an industry so many people Uh, they say, "Oh, your competitor has done this kind of sale. Your competitor has got another industry. Your competitor has got another machinery." You know, so uh, if a person who is not uh, mentally strong, he will get affected. He says, "Oh, I am not doing well. Oh, my competitor is so." You know, so I always feel that my race is with my own self. I don't have to compare with others. I have to compare with my own self. Yesterday, what did I do, and today, what I am doing? If I am doing slightly better, I am good enough. If I'm learning, if I'm growing, that's good enough. But this kind of mental training, we are not doing these days. And if even if we are doing, we are not taking seriously. Like I go to many, many colleges, universities, corporates, but I feel they feel it's part of training because HR has to hold such training for top management, or so they hold it. 
but the essence that how they need to change and imbibe they don't understand so that is why it's uh, becoming bad day by day also secondly you know we are not able to deal it at the right time we are so lonely and we don't go to a right person because there is a stigma if i go to a counselor we feel oh you know maybe what will people think or you know so we don't understand if we have a pain in my leg don't i go to doctor if i have a headache for two days three days don't i go to doctor so why i hesitate to go to somebody who can help me to understand that for last one week i am feeling very uh, sad and i don't feel like getting up and doing work so people are not understanding that they need to talk it out they need to get solution of it and when it continues for few days it becomes depression so we have to deal it at the right time that's what also i believe yeah Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, I have actually myself suffered uh, from depression and OCD when you know OCD, right? Obsessive compulsive disorder. When I was a child, yeah. When uh, I did not know that these things have got technical names also like OCD and depression. I just thought that you know because I was in sixth, seventh standard, and I just thought that something is wrong with me. That's all. Uh, but later, when I grew up and when internet came. Uh, i heard one of my friend talking about something called depression and ocd then i overheard him then i started looking on google and that is when i came to know oh this is the exact thing that i myself had when i was a child uh, in fact i actually fought both ocd and depression without even uh, knowing their names so uh, what did you do you had to take some medication did you no 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 i did not even know that these are called depression and ocd or something i just knew that i had some problem that's all only after gr- growing up i realized that oh i had some problem when i was a child i don't know when with god's grace you know these two ocd and depression actually they went off without even me trying to get rid of them uh, actually uh, now uh, in between you mentioned about an example of uh, uh, expectation you gave an example of uh, vehicle uh, honda city right uh, so these kind of expectations are increasing do you think the media and news are also you know responsible especially the media and bollywood and all because they show the kind of things the lifestyles that people live uh, but in the reality the person actually has to go to a job or has to do some mazduri to uh, you know earn money for his daily life but what he sees daily is somebody going in a lamborghini and going with some girls so the expectation is somewhere else the reality is somewhere else so do you think this media is also creating the difference of expectations yeah, uh, i believe yes uh, it does impact our life of course but point is that how are we training ourselves since we were kids or you know we, we get to a continuous training that's very important like i have to okay, say so they are now uh, 26 and 21 younger so okay. uh, you know i nurtured them, them to be like that that they uh, through the media through the you know bollywood they only like chakri india <laughs> they like uh, such movies three idiots which really help them to learn something rather than just watching the movie uh, you know the cars or the girls or boys or you know fashion so they learned uh, you know uh, the values from them that how can uh, somebody succeed in life what kind of determination is required what kind of spirit is required so they like to watch those movies so media everything has been there since i think time immemorial you know so it's a changing though with time of course it's growing 
But point is, what do we pick up? There is everything in this world. You know, if there is dengue, there is corona, there is uh, you know healthy things in society, good air, oxygen. So what am I searching for? Do I go to a nature and have a fresh air? Do I go for morning walk and have a fresh air? Or do I go in the evening when there is a lot of traffic and I like to go to malls and go like to... So it depends, you understand? So I think everything is there. So what my mind picks up, that is different. So I think again training comes into picture. I believe the, uh, you know, today the, what society needs is more of uh, mental trainings than any physical one. Because if our mind is uh, good, then we can be fit into, uh, you know, we'll understand the importance of even physical fitness. We'll like to go in for that. If our mind is not there, I keep sleeping in the morning. So I'll not feel like doing anything, you know. So people understand, they know mentally, uh, they know that it is important, but they don't do. Why? Because they're not able to train their mind. They're not able to, you know, fix it up. So I think they have influence, of course, and especially social media. You know, all the time people are taking pictures on the, you know, and uh, people feel depressed. Oh, her husband is so good. They have such good family life, but my husband doesn't care. You know, so such pictures, they get into that again, comparative kind of thing. But point is, you know, these pictures don't depict anything. And we are spending so many hours on social media just craving about my life. I'm not good. Oh, he's visiting London. He has gone Switzerland, but my husband never taken me. You know, so we get into that rut. And we are all the time, you know, towards these views and, uh, you know, you understand what I mean, yeah? Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, so talk to me about uh, gratitude i mean gratitude is a very very healthy emotion and there are scientific proof that you know the more you are grateful it helps in every way possible including health your physical health but easier said but it's very difficult to do very difficult to feel grateful when you have some bad situation going on so how do somebody change immediately from a depressed state or a, an angry state to a grateful state? Uh, I have a very strong spiritual background. So I've learned a lot of things from that spirituality. So one of, mm. uh, you know, our one of the literatures, they speak uh, suffer what there is to suffer, enjoy what there is to enjoy, you know. So uh, what happens is then when we are, uh, even when we are suffering, there are many things to enjoy. You know, I, I can tell you that when uh, I was going through the worst period of my life, when my husband committed suicide and uh, there were 60 crore loans and uh, hundreds of court cases. So even at that time, when I was a housewife, I did not understand ABC or business. Even at that time, mm. I would sit and pray in gratitude. What for? I will pray that at least there is roof on my head. I would pray that my children are so understanding in their cooperating, you know, me not being at home or my being busy or my being occupied in so many problems. So they would take mm. care of themselves. I would feel gratitude for my servant at home that he is there to take care and mm. I can go and take, uh, uh, take care, right? So, so many things I was used to be grateful about. And I, because I learned from my spiritual leaders that if you pay gratitude this much, your good fortune will multiply this much. If you pay right. this much, it will multiply this much. But if you're craving, you're complaining, and your life will be multiplying in a negative way this much, this much, this much. So 
this is what i learned so i would actually and uh, also i was i learned that gratitude is only complete when you have tears in your eyes you feel ki thank you so much you know i have i remember once my daughter you know she was discussing they were 8 and 13 very young at that time uh, i'm talking about 2007 when it happened so once we were lying and she said mama you know so many bad things happened life is this like i said don't say that be grateful she was very shocked what is mama talking you know what is so dare to feel grateful about so many bad things have happened i said ishani just imagine if something happens to any one of three of us then if i fall sick then if your little sister falls sick then if you know i die then so there is no limit to bad things right so whatever we have we should be grateful and then we try to keep improving on other things keep working on other things right mm. so i feel gratitude and more i paid gratitude i believed i was uh, i had very high life state because i could uh, value those and i was happy that at least i have those great things right so uh, and my life state was different i was joyfully trying to deal with things if i would have only feeling oh this is not right that's not right what to feel gratitude about i think i would not been able to handle things gratitude is i think very 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 important phenomena and it's not uh, you know these days i am doing fb lives and i gave that exercise to everyone i said uh, please call somebody you feel grateful about and to whom you have not called in last few days a few months or few years and uh, they did that exercise and it was such a fantastic exercise that the people they called like maybe their old teacher maybe some aunt maybe some brother or maybe some friend you know and when they called to say thank you so much you know we are so grateful you did this that those people had tears in their eyes they started crying they couldn't believe they said you called for this what a fantastic thing you know so how you connect to human lives then i second exercise i gave them i said please make a list of people you are grateful for things you are grateful for and few ended up at 4 and 5 and i told them if you uh, the, the longest list i will get i will give them prize i give them a book uh, you know i have written a book a story can change your life i said i give you that book and uh, uh, you know you can't imagine i got a list of 100 120 because we forget how many people can we can be grateful to you know our lives are so connected i am grateful to the farmers who are sowing the things for me i get fruits veggies i am grateful to the vendor who comes and delivers that i am grateful to the newspaper vendor so many people if they would not have been there i would not uh, you know have been surviving the way i am right so so many things right, we are grateful right. for yeah Mm. So tell me about your book. You just mentioned about uh, your book. So from the title, we can understand that you know, title is very nice. It's unha- from unhappiness to happiness. Uh, but tell me more about what people can get from your book. A story can change your life. So there are thirty stories, and uh, okay. this story will shift your uh, unhappiness to happiness. Basically, it will transform how. uh like i'll give you one example uh i have actually dealt with the different uh, uh, you know emotions of human life like it could be criticism it could be judgmentalism it could be anger like this so uh and how they impact our life and we feel down and out and we feel life is finished right so like uh, one uh, uh, chapter i have written about criticism 
send that criticism uh, you know i have written like uh, a story which is so close to my heart and I, that story i have actually used in my life in my work in my office in my personal life that story is about a frog you know that there is a race of the frogs and there are all kind of frogs you know big small fat thin all kind of like right? so uh, and the audience standing on both sides and they have to reach a destination so when they are doing that race you know all the audience they are uh, passing comments they say oh is so thin how will he do oh he is sweating so badly oh he is walking slowly oh is this and one little frog wins the race you know why because he was deaf and dumb so oh. if, <laughs> so if you are deaf and dumb to what people say then you can really mm. really win your race if you are all the time listening oh acha that factory has done this oh this person has done this oh he is saying i am not good enough oh he is saying i am doing slow i my mm. handwriting is not good then you will feel demotivated also there is a, you know mention of that if somebody throws garbage outside your house so what do you do do you take that garbage inside your house no no you don't do right so why do you keep garbage of other people what they say inside your house inside your heart and also mm. i mentioned in the same thing that how when you driving a car and the dogs bark so do you re- reply them back you know by barking <laughs> you know so you don't do that right you just uh, mm. simply put the window up and you know you go and they also ultimately forget it so we don't need to respond to every criticism you know so and then i have written even the positive side of it even somebody is saying and you feel is your well wisher and uh, you know he might mean good so then listen to him maybe whatever he is saying maybe nine he is wrong he is evaluating in wrong maybe one person is right so we can correct that one person that way we can mm-hmm. grow also so there are this kind mm-hmm. of stories then there is a you know chapter where i have given importance all that how you can be sun as you and sun you can shine sun. okay so, you know suppose i am all the time thinking of myself i i i mm-hmm. and i feel oh you haven't done this why did you say this why you did not do this then i become si and thin but if i put you in the center then i become like a sun what can i do for you oh hi i hope you did like it but you know what i sh- so if i start putting other people in the center of life to do good then i'll become like the sun like the way sun gives warmth and so like this there are many many stories why we should not use but how much gratitude can really work how you can contribute no matter where you are what you are mm-hmm. you know like we feel oh, what can i do i don't earn i don't have money i don't have my own job uh, how can i contribute you know so we like in this corona mm-hmm. in lockdown period we believe what can i do how can i do my 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 own situation is not so good right but in that uh, you know i have given that how you can do even a person who is blind in the hospital lying on the bed he is telling such wonderful stories from the window to the other person and other person is feeling jealous so he is on the window he can see all this he is enjoying and when the person dies he is shifted to that window uh, you know uh, bed and then he sees there is a wall and he asks the nurse when did this wall come up you know he she said it was always there so no but he used to tell the children are playing there's a park beautiful it's raining so no no he was blind how he oh. could so he was trying to still entertain him in spite of being blind so how much we mm. can do in every situation so like this there are wonderful stories there are stories which i have picked up from my own life uh, from my you know working environment like people resign 
uh, you know, they used to resign, then how I would talk to them, I would encourage them. <coughs> like one person uh, tried to resign, I asked him why. Because he has conflict with HR uh, head. So I asked him uh, that if you go in the road and there is a huge, you know, the all kinds of people, somebody is uh, really drunk, somebody is driving very rashly, somebody is mad, uh, some cow is going, so what do you do? He says, I may make my way, way and I go. So he said, see what you have to do here. So all kind of people are there, you have to you know, make your way. What do you think if you go to another company, you will get all people, those who just work according to you. You are conveniently walking a straight path. No, you will have to adjust, right? So like this kind of situations I've given, stories I've given, practical examples I've given. I think it's interesting. You also must read. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely going to read. And viewers, you should also order this book. And uh, uh, so for the viewers, what you can understand from this conversation is that uh, the one message that I can take is that being grateful is very important. We have, as she told, we have a lot of things to be grateful for. Uh, even if you are on your on your hospital bed, we have still a lot of things to be grateful for. Like she told her own story, you know, it's a very, uh, the, I mean, it's very so sad to know that she lost her husband uh, in some tragic accident. But still, she said that she started feeling grateful because she had other things, so many other things in her life. See, in such a situation, she started feeling grateful for herself. So I think you should also do that. And uh, it is also scientifically proved that the more happy you are, you will also be physically healthy. When you're mentally healthy, you will be physically healthy. It's scientifically proved. Your, our mind and our body are connected, actually. So anyways, uh, uh, yes. So any, any last, uh, before I conclude, any last words of wisdom for the viewers? so healthy please uh, don't uh, you know uh, avoid making investment in terms of time in terms of uh, intellect or reading good books or meeting good people or even need uh, coaching or counseling at the right time so that the problem does not turn into a medical problem psychiatric or serious depression because I have seen my mother who was a depression patient and who went through electric shocks, you know, when I was a kid. Uh, so why? Because we could not understand. You know, we thought it's a habit, it's a nature, that's what she's doing, we could not understand. So if you're any near and dear ones who is going through certain phase that is continuously for at least one week, you must, uh, you know, make note of it and is deal with it and before even that happens if you can really train your mind with good books and good company good friends uh, it says you know you are known by five people you associate with so associate with good people and uh, keep good habits uh, even uh, fitness exercises really secrete those kind of hormones i have a youtube channel uh, life with triple singles in which there is a video of hormones so, uh, you know, happy hormones. So, if you are doing fitness exercises also, they secrete some kind of hormones, you know, you can easily get out of sadness and depression. So, please, they are connected. As he's saying, psychosomatic, WHO has also come up with the theory that the body and mind, they are one. So, we need to take care of both equally, spend equal time to both and uh, do invest in that. Don't take it lightly, mental health. Yeah. Okay then, thank you so much ma'am. It was really nice talking to you.
ஆரம்பிக்கலாம் அப்படின்னு நினைக்கிறேன் 